When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Talk Republic podcast. The following episode is an audio recording from a live broadcast we did on our Facebook page. During the chat, you will hear questions from the audience and even shout outs we give to the people that attended. If you want to be a part of the live broadcast, please make sure you follow us on Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I am super excited to have the first time ever three-way broadcast. I'm super Yay. excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm Carolina Gusik, the founder of The Talk Republic. And today I have two amazing guests with me. They're the lovely ladies here, Kelsey and Britt, ladies behind Hold on a second. I got launchyourdaydream.com. We're going to talk about SEO mistakes. No, I... It was my birthday yesterday. I apologize. Mistakes that are killing your SEO. This is going to be an amazing broadcast. So first of all, if you are listening on the podcast, please take a screenshot, tag the ladies, tag me so we know that you're listening. Leave us a review. Second of all, if you're watching the replay, you can still invite your friends. You can just leave a comment with, you know, tag your friends in the comments. You can actually share. There is a button down there to share. And if you have questions, leave the questions so we can try to answer them. Ladies, how are you doing today? Good. We are great. <laughs> Feeling all the Friday vibes over here. Awesome. What are you located? So I'm actually in Williamsburg, Virginia, and Britt is near Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you guys are enjoying summer. Yes. We are. It's a little too hot for my liking, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess everybody's enjoying summer. But I, since I'm from Miami, like it's always uh, hot it's down always here. Summer there, yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it is really hot. This, like this year is really, really hot. So thank God for AC. That's there all I have to <laughs> I feel bad for people in Europe right now with that heat wave, and they're like, um, "Yeah, no AC, amazing, yeah. dying." No, that's not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for, no, not for me either. So I am so excited to chat with the two of you, take a look at your website. You have great energy. You guys know a lot of things also. So I'm really excited because I know this conversation is going to be super, super juicy. And I can't wait to know a little bit more about you and to introduce you to my audience. So let's start right at the beginning. <laughs> Who are you ladies? Tell us. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelsey. All right. Um, so we are Launch Your Daydream. I'm Kelsey. This is Britt. Um, 
And we actually met through a Facebook group years ago. I was actually living in California. So we were on different sides of the country and um, we swapped services and ended up then starting to collaborate. And long story short, we decided to start a business together before even ever meeting in person. Um, but luckily it's ended up pretty well for us. Uh, so what we do at Launch Your Daydream is uh, we're actually a virtual branding studio and our goal is to help photographers gain confidence and clarity in their business uh, so that they can be consistently booking their dream clients. And we do that through brand strategy and design, as well as show it website design specifically for photographers. Oh, that's nice. And how did you niche into just photographers? Are you photographers? Were you photographers? How did <laughs> this happen? The crazy thing is, Kelsey and I, neither of us are photographers. And but what we ended up doing is when um, when Kelsey had her branding business and I had my website design business, um, we ended up sharing some clients back and forth. And we initially niched ourselves down to working with um, creative business professionals, creative entrepreneurs. And naturally, we just started to have favorite projects. Um, sometimes they were favorite people we worked with. Sometimes it was like the industry that we worked with. And as we started to share those clients, and then eventually we kind of merged to being Launcher Daydream, we started to realize that like photography clients were they were our people. They were like, we, we would get so interested in the unique makeup of every, every photography business and how it worked for that specific photographer. But that doesn't mean that that works for the photographer that's down the street, but they can still have a very successful photography business. So just learning the, the ins and the outs and all the fun that goes into structuring a photography business unique to that photographer that works really well for them, that attracts their unique ideal client, all of those things working together and learning just the ins and outs of the industry in general those were the things that we wanted to attract for our ideal clients. So we were like, screw it. Let's just, you know what? We're just going to niche down and we're going to work with photographers. We're going to throw it out there and let's see what happens. And thankfully it was received so well. And so now, <laughs> so now we're working with, with exclusively with photographers and we're still to this day, so fascinated, even like the clients that we're working with as we speak of this worked really well for this client. But when this client tried it for their photography business, that didn't work really well for them, but what worked instead. So it just helps us to build that knowledge and that expertise. And we just we just love the ins and outs and everything that goes with the photography business. I love it. You're like cracking the code one exactly. time. <laughs> I love it. And I want to ask a question here for people that are watching us live. I just want to make sure that you guys can hear us and see us well. So if you... If everything is working good on your end, please leave us a comment below. Just want to make sure sometimes Facebook lives are a little bit glitchy. So I just want to make sure before we get into the deep goodness that we are good. And this is a delay, so we're going to wait. So let's see. I see somebody. Rebecca says, yes, I made it. I, I guess you mm -hmm. can hear us. Otherwise, we're going to have said that. <laughs> so we are going to, like, I love this. And I love what you said, that not every client or that everything that you do for a client is going to work for another one. And I right. think this is one of the first mistakes that photographers make because, you know, we're artists, we're focusing on our photos and we forget about the branding. And I'm like, oh, if it's working for Susie, it's definitely going to work for me. Right. And that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think, you know, from what Kelsey and I have realized is a lot of photographers get so down on them, themselves when they see it working for another photographer, but they're like, why isn't it working for me? Is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with my work? Is there something wrong with 
these things that I'm doing. And it's no, like that, that's not necessarily the case, but maybe there are some things you can improve on, but, but maybe you find success in this other part of the industry that that person wouldn't find success in. So, but I think because we all are creatives, we all naturally put our hearts into our work that it's easy to take things personally when something doesn't go all right. The time, right? All the time. <laughs> People hate me like, no, don't worry. <laughs> It is. It, I think it is as photographers is something that we should all learn how to balance better. But I think it's something that we all struggle with, that we take things extremely personally, that sometimes also we overlook things that are, you know, business oriented. That is like, OK, if you put less attention to being so emotional and more attention into some strategies, things will be better. Exactly. For you. Exactly. Awesome. So you ladies created Launch Your Dream. I love that. And what the name, like where the name came from, like how, like I want to know a little bit more about like your actual company. How did we come up with that? I'm trying to think. I remember we had a, a Google Doc where we were just dumping ideas and words that we liked. Um, and I think we we settled on this because I remember Britt saying like, okay, don't think I'm crazy, but what about launch your daydream? And I was just like, that's it because that's that's like what we want to help people do. I mean, a lot of our initial um, our clients when we first started our business, a lot of them came to us with, you know, still having that nine to five job, and then they're trying to like build this daydream on the side. You know, they have this this dream, this passion that they're tra- they're chasing on the side, and we wanted to help make that a little bit more possible and help make it feel like a legit serious business and really help them with the strategies so that they can make this daydream a reality. Um, so yeah, I remember when she said it, I was just like sold. It was one of those where I was like, should I put this in the Google doc or is she going to think I'm crazy? <laughs> when I got your email and I was like, the name just like made me feel happy. I'm like, Oh, oh I know what this is all about. I'm happy. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to know. Yeah. So I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's great branding because like it really like immediately, like I was like, okay, I know because of the email that you sent me, I'm like, okay, it's something related to photography, but just like the name itself. I'm like, this makes me feel happy and uplifted. I love this. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> awesome. It. Awesome. So today we're going to talk about a serious topic. I'm being dramatic here. So really, I mean, it is serious, but it's something that a lot of photographers ignore, which is search engine optimization and actually having a website. I this is crazy. It's 2019. And I can't believe that there are photographers out there just relying on Instagram. They're like, yeah, I don't know. What's I have Instagram. That is crazy talk. Uh, something that we need to like tackle right now. You shouldn't be doing that. And you should be focusing a lot on search engine optimization. And why? Why is that so important, ladies? Yes. Um, so loaded question, right? So yeah. <laughs> right, right. So uh so search engine optimization basically means that that your website is accurately being read by Google, right? So if one of your dream clients goes into Google um to find a photographer and they type in, let's say Miami wedding photographer, when they type that in, your website needs to show there in the first, at least the first couple pages, because people aren't going to just keep going, right? So um, search engine optimization is really important because um, figuring out some of those local clients, even even destination wedding, um, you know, clients can really utilize SEO in some really incredible ways. But it basically lets people know that are searching Google, which 
so many people do day in, day out, and it lets your website surface there. So it's all kind of those algorithms, everything that kind of going into place behind the scenes and having a really good strategy from an SEO perspective can be really powerful for photographers. And I know um, for, you know, for Kelsey and I, when we have worked with photographers that actually have local competition or competition, quote unquote, that, you know, that refer, they actually refer each other to us, you know, because they have such a good local community and they refer people back and forth. Um, those clients, they don't necessarily have to worry about always putting themselves out there on Instagram and being consistent with that and always kind of reacting and like forcing like to put themselves out there and be visible all the time because they have this strategy that is going into place on their website that is doing that heavy lifting for them. It's all taken care of for them. So they're getting those inquiries from people from Google because of this strategy that they've put into place. Awesome. I think that, um, again, as to mention, go, go back to the social media platforms. Yes, they're useful. Yes, you should have them as part of your you know, marketing campaign. But it is so important to build something that you own. You own your website. You own that. Like Instagram, one day perhaps, I don't know, they go out of business. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but right. it could happen. Or your account gets flagged and then like, sorry, we cancel your account. I've heard so many horrible stories of photographers. Being there. I had 5 billion followers and now they cancel my account and I lost all my business. Like yeah. that's that you shouldn't be building your website in something that you don't own. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you good ladies are here to help us out because you have this amazing branding. A lot of people get overwhelmed with just the mm -hmm. thought of building a website. They're like, I don't know, Instagram is free, whatever, this is what I'm doing. What are some things that people need to consider when building a website? I know it's an investment, but why it is, again, we're going to mention this a thousand times. Why is this so important and so worth it to have? Yeah, I mean, I think from from, you know, from our perspective, you know, having a strong brand and a website helps to set you apart when your clients do land on your Web page. It gives you an identity. It gives it gives you an opportunity to express yourself and expect express your brand from start to finish. Sure. On Instagram, you can go through and you can say like, oh, this is a part of my process or, you know, this couple really love their session. You know, you can get into those. But for for people to actually click into every single one of those, you're just not giving them the full picture. Like do yourself some justice, throw it on a website, get people building that trust that you are a legitimate photographer with a serious business. You're going to, you know, it's something that they're going to want to be able to trust you with, especially if they're investing a, a decent amount in your services. So um, do yourself a favor and give yourself that identity as that legitimate business owner and um, you know, having some of these SEO um, strategies in place, um, the stuff that Kelsey and I are going to give to everybody today, these aren't like, these aren't crazy overwhelming things. So if somebody doesn't have a website today, or maybe they're like DIYing some things, or they're like, I just don't know where to start with it. Some of these things that we're going to talk about are things to avoid. And then we're going to give you like, here's what to do instead. So that way you feel confident in like, avoiding certain things that a lot of photographers, we actually do brand and website audits. And a lot of photographers are missing some of these key SEO strategies, even if they have the most beautiful website we've ever seen. Um, so while it may be working, unless people are finding other ways to get through their website other than Google, it's not 
serving a purpose from Google's perspective. Oh, I can't wait for those things that you're going to yeah. share with us. I'm excited. <laughs> so, well, let's start. Like, what is one of those, like, the first mistakes that you see photographers doing that perhaps for you is like, oh, this is like a no-brainer. And maybe for us, it's like, I don't know, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say um, one of the first and most important ones is making sure that your mobile site is not a hot mess. Um, Because actually, as of I think it was last March, Google announced that they started uh, prioritizing mobile sites um, over desktop sites. So it's really important that your mobile site is not only user friendly, but that it has all of those important keywords and things like that. Um, Because, you know, I I'm sure you've seen it before where you go to look at a website on a phone and it feels weird or different. You can tell that it wasn't optimized for mobile. Like it looks like I've seen ones before that look like a desktop site that got shrunk down Mm. to mobile and um, that's not user friendly. And so it wouldn't be placed as high. Um, And so Along with that, wanting it to be user friendly, you're also going to want to make sure that you're checking all the other SEO boxes on your mobile site. So it totally depends on your platform. Um, We primarily design and show it. It's our favorite platform for photographers. Um, But if you're working in show it, you need to pay attention, extra special attention to your mobile site because you're designing that site pretty much completely separately, where if you're working in something like Squarespace, it will automatically kind of like develop your mobile site for you, just kind of lay the stuff out in a way that works. Um, So totally depends on what platform you're using. the, the amount of involvement you have to have in that. But um, yeah, just basically make sure that your mobile site is not a hot mess. <laughs> I had this conversation with a photographer a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, but your mobile, exactly as you said, is like it's like a shrinking thing of your of your desktop and it's not really easy. She's like, yeah, just flip it and, you know, zoom in and, and look at it. I'm like, nobody's going to flip and nobody's going to zoom in, okay? Nobody's going to do that. And People I think are gonna go, what the heck is this? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, nobody's gonna do that. And I think sometimes as photographers, we get a little bit egocentric. They're like, oh, if they love me so much, they're gonna do it. No, they're not. Right. Nobody's gonna land on your page and be like, oh, I really love this person. I'm gonna make myself I'm like I don't know, work extra for something that I don't even know if I wanna really look well, at. Like, you know, I say all the time, like like it it just kind of is, and we're included when we say this. People are lazy. I'm lazy. Oh, yeah. I am very lazy when it comes to stuff. I'm like, don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. So, so that's just how that's just how the world is. So if they have to work extra hard for something they're not quite sold on yet, mm-hmm. they're not going to do it. I'm telling you, my husband loves me. He's not going to go the extra step to do this for me. <laughs> and he loves me. <laughs> so so if, if your husband is not going to do it for you or your wife, then, then you need to really pay attention to this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, so first thing, ladies and gentlemen, whoever is watching this, make sure that your uh, mobile site is good and ready. As you said, I use WordPress for my website. And for Mm -hmm. me, the platform that I use, I use Profoto. It was kind of like simple for Mm -hmm. optimizing the the mobile. And I use Squarespace for the Talk Republic. It's not as good as WordPress, but it's still, you know, it's optimized. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Second mistake that you guys see. So second mistake, this this is actually very, very often um, when we do these audits is little to no text on your homepage. Um, this is an absolute killer for SEO. So if you don't listen to any of these other things or follow any of these other steps, listen to this. So 
if your website right now only has images and you expect people to take action just by seeing images only and nothing else, or you expect Google to rank you based on images only and nothing else, there's nothing for Google to be able to understand. Sure, there's some there's some things that you can tag in the background of your images or name your images certain ways so they show up, um, but you're not doing yourself justice. You're not doing your website justice by doing this. So what we recommend is making sure that your website has specific information like your location, which is a lot of the times if we don't see text on the homepage or not a lot of text, this is the number one thing that's missing. And it seems so, so obvious, right? But unless you get like a second set of eyes, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I totally forgot to put that there. So <laughs> making sure, right? So like making sure your location is there, making sure that your specific photography specialties are listed there as well um, is really important. So the type of photography work that you are niched down to or that you specialize in. So um, one specific thing from a kind of an SEO technical perspective is you might hear some things like, heading tags or header tags or h1 or h2 or h3 all these kinds of things um it's important to make sure that you only have one h1 tag on your home page and that tag is basically whatever if you look at your website and you say okay google this is the most important thing that's on my home page i want you if, if you don't take anything else i want you to understand this that's what goes in that h1 tag so keywords that your clients would search on Google to find you. So let's say you are a Miami wedding photographer. Make sure that that is on your homepage and make sure that that is in one of those H1 tags or H1 headings. So that way, when Google searches your site, it's gonna search all those words, but it's gonna hold on to that H1 and pull that in as the most important thing. So, um, so again, little to no text on your homepage is just not doing you justice from Google's perspective, but also like, express your personality and show people who you are because people are naturally just going to compare to other photographers because that's just how the human mind works most of the time. Um, so show off your personality, show off your specialties and um, make sure you add your location because if not, they might not think they're in the right spot. Love it. Something that I literally just did last week. I like went and I optimized my homepage. I was like, hmm, I should know this better. <laughs> but sometimes you just like, we were on another podcast a couple months ago and they were like, oh my gosh, I totally missed it on my homepage too. And they're like, I'm going to go change it right now. I'm going to go change totally, it. Like, that's exactly what happened. I was just like looking, you know, like, and I was like, I know this. Why am I even implementing this? So I went and I fixed it. Uh, and I think some side note to say it here. Um, great information but remember this is not the early 90s when we used to be like miami wedding photographer miami wedding photographer oh. i am a miami wedding photographer if you want a miami wedding photographer like <laughs> you need to write like a normal person Absolutely. that's so important because google will actually like it's smart it's a lot smarter than we give it credit for so it understands if you do and we see it all the time too just the keyword just like just stacking all those keywords all together Google's smart enough. It wants to know that you're talking to an actual human. So you don't have to say those keywords over and over and over again. Like just make sure you're saying them, make sure some of those are tagged at that H1 so Google knows it's important. And then speak like a human, speak like you are sitting down with your client for coffee and, and having a conversation with them because you wanna make sure your voice on your website, especially on that homepage matches the voice that you're gonna be talking to them with as well. 
I love this. I love that you, uh, this is not related to search engine optimization, but completely with branding. And you said, be yourself, use yes. your voice. I think that sometimes people get really caught up in like, I need to be super professional. I need to be a stiffy and, you know, like present myself, like, I don't know, like an old person. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, like if you love tacos, like mention that on your page. Like, right. I don't know, like. I love Game of Thrones. I talk about that on my website. <laughs> right, exactly. And you're going to find people that are like, oh my God, she loves Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> you're going to get those people that you're just going to have that much more enjoyable time with. Definitely. Awesome. All righty, ladies, moving on to mistake number three. All right. The third biggest SEO killer is not blogging or or blogging too little. Yeah, it's a big one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I know blogging is fun. A lot of people don't want to do it. It's like this huge, daunting, scary task, but it's really, really, really important. Um, the more you blog, the more opportunities you have for people to be led back to your site. And in addition to that, um, one of the the biggest factors that that Google takes into consideration when ranking all of these sites is which sites are more up to date. And the more that you blog, the more Google's going to say, all right, they keep updating their site. It's relevant. It's new. And um, that's going to help your ranking, too. So not only the frequency of the blogging, but also just having those blogs out there to bring other people in who might not have been led to your site otherwise. So that's another great opportunity for those keywords we were talking about and things like that. Awesome. Um, I know this is a lot. This is a topic that a lot of photographers struggle with because yeah. they're like, I'm not a writer. And they just go and post like beautiful wedding and 120 photos. I'm like, oh, what are we doing in here? <laughs> so I know it's not the easiest task. I know also that blogging takes time because you need to, you know, curate your photos and do all that, but it is extremely worth it. And I think I've talk about blogging so much inside my private group that people are just like, Oh my God, we don't want to hear you anymore, but please listen up. <laughs> yeah, It's really, really important. And since you ladies work with a lot of photographers and I, I didn't ask you this in like the private questions that I sent you, but I'm going to put you here on the spot. What are topics that photographers can blog about? Give us ideas. Do you have any ideas uh, that we can use? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we've actually kind of, we've talked about this a lot before um, because we have recognized that it's a big issue for photographers. And what we did was we, we boiled it down to like three main categories. Um, and one of those categories is behind the scenes. So a, a lot of photographers tend to jump to like, oh, I just have to use my blog to share my work. And that is one of the categories, spoiler alert. But um but it's not the only thing. So one of those is behind the scenes. Uh, people want to see not only behind the scenes of, you know, your life, the human behind the business, but also like your process. This is a great opportunity to show potential clients what they can expect when working with you. You know, like you could blog about... Um, Maybe like what it's like to to be um, in a session with you. What are some things that you do to make people feel comfortable? Like educational posts. That would be yes. yes, and so it, it's also gonna help. It could help. Uh, convert potential clients because they're in turn learning more about your process. What makes you unique? They're learning, oh, wow, I could really feel comfortable in front of her camera, things like that. Um, so the behind the scenes is a big one. Um, your work, of course, is another one. And that's another place where your process can come into play. Um, and then third, which is one that a lot of people don't think about, is um, kind of like networking. So like your community and vendors and other people that you connect with. So 
think about people, especially for the wedding industry. Um, we see wedding photographers have all these great relationships with other vendors who in turn end up bringing each other business. And so how can you expand on that? Think about ways that you can showcase these vendors or um, make sure that you're tagging and, and backlinking to all of them in those weddings that you're showing off. Um, in addition to that, are you going to any local networking events or, you know, meeting other creatives in your area? These are all ways that you can help, um, you know, tag other people. And then in turn, they're going to want to kind of share your work as well. Oh, that's such great, great, great topics. Great, you know, ideas. Uh, I remember when I first started years ago and I wanted to connect with people. And I think this is great if you are moving to a new town or again, if you're new into photographer and I reach out to people that I wanted to work with. And I was like, I want to do an interview on you and I'm going to take photos of you and I'm going to tell the whole world how amazing you are. And everybody was like, yeah, sure. I mean, you're going to make me look better. Why not? <laughs> so that helped me, you know, create content for my blog and build relationships. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love that. And it also, it also helps SEO too. Like that also, like as you're blogging and you're linking back to those people and they're linking to you. I mean, it just, it, it kind of tells Google behind the scenes, like, Hey, pay attention. This trustworthy website is also referencing this trustworthy website. So let's, let's bump them both up. So um, it's a great, it's a great way from a people perspective to build those relationships. It's also great from a from a, an SEO perspective and just a little quick win that you can do by linking out to that, um, to that vendor or that connection or that resource and just making sure that it's kind of transparent across the board. I love that. And we have a couple of people here live. So friends share this content because it's really, really good. Invite your friends. And if you have questions, just drop them in the comments below. We'll get to them as, you know, as time passes by, uh, talking about linking, that is great, obviously mm -hmm. for again, search engine optimization. And as you say, just like good karma going around. That's yes. great. <laughs> and I see a lot of photographers don't give credit. Yes. Maybe because they're overwhelmed with the whole blogging situation, but they just like post the wedding and they don't give credit. So right. walk us through this simple step that can help us, again, build better relationships. Absolutely. So, so when it comes to blogging, especially, especially when you have multiple vendors that are involved, linking back and letting them know who was the event planner, who was the florist, who was the, um, the DJ, who, who were all these people that made this magical day happen? Like you documented that day and you've been with that couple from start to finish, but actually including that in a blog post. So give them an introduction of like tell them a story about the couple, right? Tell them, tell them a little bit about their backstory and how it shows how invested you were in the process. You didn't just show up the wedding day to take some photos and then you pieced out. Like you didn't do that. That's not you. And I think sometimes when people aren't in the day-to-day -day of a photographer, like they're not in the photographer's shoes and they haven't experienced what the couple has experienced. So just ignorance. They just don't realize all that goes into the photography process. So the fact that you can, when this couple shares this blog post or when, you know, the family or the friends or somebody shares this blog post and somebody comes in and they see how invested you've been in this wedding day or in this experience with these couples, they're also seeing the credits that are being given 
to the different vendors that they've worked with. So linking out and like letting them know who is this vendor. So that can, that can open into a new window. It doesn't have to take them away from your site, but they can open that into a new window and learn more about that vendor. Like I get and, so excited with like yes. a new window. Like yes. open a new window. Take them out of your of your website. Just exactly. make sure that it's a a, a new window. <laughs> Absolutely. Make sure it's going to a new window so they don't have to leave your site. But they're also seeing like, hello, going back to kindergarten, you play well with others. Like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so crazy, but like, you play well with others. And if you have good relationships with these people and great working relationships, and you can show them and even if they haven't found a florist, or they haven't found an event planner, they're just going to be bought in that much more that like, oh my gosh, look at this florist work. Like this is beautiful. And that's kind of what we want. And then they're going to go to that florist and it's all just going to come full circle. So um, it's it. just, it's just so important. And it's just a nice thing to do. Like it's just, it's a nice thing to give that credit. And I know I've seen from, you know, and I know Kelsey has seen, you know, the repercussions of somebody not giving the credit. We've seen the photographer that doesn't get credit. We've seen the event planner and the florist that doesn't get credit and how much it's like, well, I put so much heart and so much time and so much energy into that. And it just makes them feel, it just makes them feel sad or disconnected from that vendor, even if it wasn't intentional. Right. So just do your homework, make sure you have the, the names of those vendors, make sure you have their, their information in there. And if all else fails, ask the couple, Ask them for the information. If you didn't grab it that day or even before that, that's fine. Ask the couple and just say, we really want to give them credit because they did such an amazing job at your wedding. I love that. Uh, I love that you say, you know, the whole thing. I love the whole thing. And yes, just, just I was going to say, turn the tables. You know, sometimes when, when we share images with vendors and then they don't give us credit, how do you feel? You're like, mm, why I didn't get credit? They probably right. the same way. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We have a comment here from Potty in a I don't even know how to say this. Potty in a box. And this is my friend Mandy. And she says, Hi, another great practice for search engine optimization. If you have a YouTube channel, is to embed that link back to your blog on your website. Google loves that. Ooh, that's a good one too. A lot of photographers that we work with haven't utilized YouTube, but that's yeah. that's a great, that's a really great tip. I think that photographers, we are super, super late on this YouTube. <laughs> wagon and I think we need to start jumping on it yes and I have it here on like my little notes like start a YouTube channel <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting for <laughs> we always had that too we're like start a YouTube channel or do this do this and we're like ah we'll get to it one day <laughs> yeah, right? that's something that we really need to look at I think that video is something that is being really optimized Absolutely. so if we can have you know great videos with a link back to our website things like that that's amazing yeah and it makes it come to life on your website too like I know we're working with a photographer right she actually just emailed me right before we hopped on here and she was like my video is ready for my behind the scenes and we're like oh my gosh like the fact that she's gonna have video it just takes her website up just a little bit more because it it makes it come to life right it like makes yeah. everything like she's a legitimate person and you can it, it's it's crazy how much video can do um for a website Definitely. awesome okay so video that's another you know start using video on your website there you go <laughs> awesome what else what's other mistakes i mean this this list is huge and people need to start taking notes but any <laughs> other mistakes that you see that are like should be simple to solve but people are not utilizing 
Yeah, I would say the other, like the the last big thing that we've seen, like especially as we do these audits, we've been doing a ton lately. And we talked a little bit about this as like the first one of the little to no text in your homepage, but we still see so many photographers that have a landing page as their homepage. So- 1980. Thank you. So, <laughs> so when you land on your site, and honestly, it's something that we do get a request for, or not even a request for, but we want they want our opinions on when we work through with clients on a new brand and website is when we work with them they're like well I specialize in weddings and I also specialize in portrait photography should I have a landing page so they get a full experience for weddings and then a full experience for portraits and we're like no because when they land it's you're stopping them in their tracks you're forcing them to do something before they're even bought in right mm. so even if you can get some show stopping photos there it's just it's just not enough in today's day and age so um get rid of the landing page, give them a homepage that they want to land on that just screams your personality and your portfolio and the types of work that you want to attract, even if that is a mix of weddings and portraits, that's totally okay to do, right? They're they're at that point gonna be so wowed by the style and the photos themselves, they may not take it to the next step and go, well, wait a minute, I just want somebody who focuses on weddings. They're just gonna love your work, right? So giving them a homepage that is really going to showcase you as the photographer and your portrait style and your personality and all those things that make up your brand and really talking to that ideal client is so much more beneficial than giving them a landing page and having them just stop in their tracks. Um, and you can really still give them that wedding experience and give them that portrait experience and all those wonderful details without forcing them to go to one website for this and one website for this and getting them lost in the process when the the whole overall goal was to make it easy on them, right? So the simpler you can make it, the better. Love that. The simple, the simpler that you can make it, the better. I think that we need, to, I read this in many books and all that, like people need to, like they have like a couple of seconds, literally like five, six seconds to be mm -hmm. on your website. And if you give them too many options, immediately in their brain, they're confused or, or it makes like they have to work harder, even though mm -hmm. it's just a click, but they're like, ah, this is too much. I'm out of yep. here. Yep. Yeah. And that's what we want to minimize. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, and <clears throat> Kelsey and I see it all the time where we, we get a, you know, somebody who comes to us to work with us for their brand. And we just yesterday who with their brand and their website and they have all this stuff, all this baggage. And they're like, here, here you go. Like, what, <laughs> what are you guys going to do with this? And we're like, Hey, you can actually like, we see why, you went down this road, we see why, like you had good intentions, but it's, it's, you can simplify this in so many easy ways that is, it's gonna make the photographer's life so simple too, right? Of not keeping up with all these things and all these PDFs and all these websites and all these things, like simplify it for yourself because that's just gonna transition to a better client experience for your clients too. I love that. I always say kiss, keep it a stupid simple. Absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. So you ladies have an amazing Facebook group. Uh, tell us, tell us what is this all about? <laughs> yeah, so we have a Facebook group called WTF is Branding. Love and, it. Uh, <laughs> and um, in there we've got, I think right now we're up to like over 700 photographers. And it's just this really great community where we share 
all the things about branding. Um, so we've actually established what we call the brand pizza because we love pizza. Um, love and it's, it. just been, it's an easier way to break down branding. So we look at um, a brand as having these eight slices um, mm -hmm. and we cover topics that are within all eight of those slices um, in our group. And we've actually broken it down into different units for people who are new to the group and want to go watch old stuff. But we do tons of um, Facebook live trainings. We have lots of guest experts. Um, we've covered everything from social media to other SEO tips uh, to even doing live brand and website audits for some of our members. So those are those are really fun too. Um, and yeah, we have we have a guest um, interview coming up next week actually um, with some other podcasters who are photographers, and they're going to be talking about photographer pet peeves and how to handle those. Um, and actually later today, we're going to be doing a live session, um, for where some of our members are going to get some SEO feedback. So, oh, so people get on that group. There today. you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I am on the group and I can, uh, tell people that it is really, really great information. So simple. Just go. I'm going to link you right on the comments below. Oh, so thank you. Come and join us. And I love when I do audits on my, like on my group also like, Oh, let me check your website and tell you as a, as a, as a user, why do I see? Mm -hmm. And I think those are so worth it. Not only for the person that is getting the audit, but for you as a viewer, you can be like, Oh, I have that same mistake on my website. Exactly. Let me go fix it. Yep. Exactly. That's one of the reasons why we love doing those um, live in the group, too. Or at least, you know, if we do one privately with somebody, we ask, like, hey, can we share some of this with, um, you know, with our audience? Because we've seen this time and time again, and people just don't know how to fix it or they don't know a way around it. And there is a way around it. But, um, you know, just it, it, sharing some of that, you know, with people who may not feel comfortable commenting or may not feel comfortable getting an audit and they could just kind of take it for themselves. I know that's not like nerve is that a word yeah never <laughs> <I can't think. laughs> so, just be part of the spot it's scary it, it, it is i know sometimes you know you're like oh my god being you know putting yourself out there for somebody else to you know critique your work is mm -hmm. not easy but i think it's necessary yes. i think that sometimes we overthink stuff as you know it's our own brand we take things very very personal mm -hmm. sometimes it's not just need to relax a little bit, get a new set of eyes, take a look at your work and give you some, you know, insights on how Absolutely. to make yourself better. And we're nice about it too. We, yeah, we're not mean. <laughs> we also point out the things that we love and the things that you're doing well too. So it kind of helps, you know. Awesome. <laughs> I love myself a little bit of like tough love because Absolutely. like you can't grow just on, on people telling you that you're great when you right. need to like... <laughs> <laughs> love it love it so lady let's see what else what about working with you like if somebody's like oh my god i'm overwhelmed i don't know how to start i don't know what to do what kind of services do you offer yeah so we actually we offer um custom brand and website design from start to finish so kelsey would work with them to um to just overhaul their brands really make sure they're speaking to the ideal client she goes really really into the foundation of their brand before even starting design work just to make sure that everything is really really kind of all those factors all those slices of that brand pizza um everything comes together in in their brand and is expressed that way. So she does their brand and then hands it over to me to do their website design um, and show it from start to finish. So we'll take that brand and just kind of bring it to life. Um, so we have the custom brand and website design services. We also have um, brand and website audits. So that's where a lot of this feedback came from. That's where uh, we've been heads down at a lot of those this week, um, providing those to 
photographers as well. It's just going through page by page, giving them a video um, screen share of everything so they can visually see it all from start to finish. And then in addition to that, giving them a PDF so they can just simply see it um, and kind of check it off and make those changes if they would like as they go. Um, and they can kind of pick and choose whatever they want to update. Awesome. So I know this is a marketing podcast, so I just need to ask you, what would be one marketing tip that you can give to photographers other than blogging? <laughs> so I would say um, I'm always drawn, drawn to bring it back to, to branding. And we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but my biggest bit of advice would be treating yourself and your business as a serious, legit business. We've had so many photographers who kind of undermine themselves, especially when it's like a side hustle, um, but it's a business and you need to treat it as such. And what that means is having a professional strategic brand in place. And so this is a lot of the stuff that we've talked about um, today, but, but I would really, really emphasize stepping back and digging deep into that foundation of your brand, because you can have a beautiful website, you can have some SEO stuff in place, but if you're not clear on your brand and really your your unique messaging, um, you're not going to resonate with those ideal clients and you're not going to be able to consistently book those ideal clients. So going back to that foundational brand, I would say is like one of the most important things you can do for your business and, and treating it as, as a really important part of your business. Love it. What about you, Britt? What's your, oh, what's your advice? Kelsey, Kelsey took the words out of my mouth. Um, I think it's, you know, it's going back, you know, and just getting real with yourself. And, you know, kind of like Kelsey said, of taking taking your business seriously. But like we had um, we had somebody a few weeks ago reach out to us and she's like, I think I just need a couple tweaks to my logo and maybe a couple tweaks to my website. Um but at the end of the day, she, she just kept saying over and over, I'm not reaching my ideal clients. I'm not reaching my ideal clients. And we're like, well, hang on a second. Do you think that a couple of small tweaks to your logo, that's going to make the biggest difference? Like that's going to make the difference or even a couple of tweaks to your website. You think that's going to make a big difference, a big enough difference for you to actually book those dream clients? We're going to take a guess here and say that there's there's probably more to it. There's probably some foundation there that needs to be worked on. So um, so, yeah, it, it can be scary to invest. Um, we get scared when we invest in stuff, too. Um, so as business owners, we're constantly taking risks and we take risks sometimes that we don't see the end result for, um, you know, and that's just unfortunately part of having a business you live and learn but um don't be scared to take risk when it comes to your brand because that is the solid foundation that is going to help you to book those dream clients and to express your differentiators and what makes your business unique i love that and i love that you pointed oh my logo people think that branding is your logo right like, oh, i got a logo i'm branded no much. <laughs> so it was uh, great things that you share with all of us i can't wait to see more of you on your Facebook group. I think that what you're doing, it's amazing. I think that you're extremely generous also with what you shared. So Aww. people, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast or watching this video and you're like, okay, maybe I'm gonna consider this, go join the Facebook group. You can see all the amazing things these ladies do. And then, you know, that's gonna help you invest the money that you need to invest to like get a beautiful website and an amazing branding, more importantly. <laughs> Thank you and so what much. Are you, what are you ladies loving right now? doesn't have to be business related. What are you loving? Oh gosh. You mean uh, besides besides reality TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> we're 
or like reality TV shows, um, Backstreet Boys, who we're going to go see in Chicago next month. Uh, we actually get to see each other next month because we work virtually. So we oh, actually nice. get to see each other next month. We're flying into Chicago. So yeah. we're getting um, brand photos taken. So we're just getting ours up to date. So we're we're excited. Oh, we're like all over Pinterest right now, planning it and getting all excited. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Awesome, ladies. So to finalize this, where can people find you? Let's recap this. All right. Our website is launchyourdaydream.com. We are also Launch Your Daydream on Instagram. Um, and then, of course, our Facebook group. Uh, just search WTF is branding and you should be able to find it. WTF is branding. I'm going to, so Tania Jimenez is asking, what's the name of the group? I'm going to tag you right after we, we're finished with this conversation. I'm going to tag it here so you can go and join today. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to tag it in the comments. I mean, not the comments. The thing you know, people, the thing there you go. Clearly, I'm a sales pop sleep. So it was amazing having you ladies here on the chat. Thank you so much for reaching out. You, you are so knowledgeable, so much fun. We need to be friends, like we need to hang out. Oh, I love this. Yes. And I can't wait to see more of what you do. And I can't wait for my community to join your community because I think it's absolutely worth it. And for all of you that join us live or that are listening to this podcast, thank you so much for being here. You guys are awesome. And I'll catch you very soon with another amazing guest. Ciao. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.